This is a podcast where we play dungeons and we play dragons also. Hey guys, welcome back to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm joined by four of my friends. Hey, it's Jeremy, I play Lark, Dark Bolt. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off to Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Jimalil Karth. Hey, I'm Red. I play as Kellen. Kellen. <laughs> Not Killen. Killen. You know what is funny though? As much as Lorik mispronounces Kellen's name, Kellen mispronounces Jemalil's name. That is true. <laughs> that is entirely true. He calls him Jamel. <laughs> I'm not he Jamel. Just calls him Jamel. Jamal. That, that's my email client. I use Jamel. <laughs> I get it. Oh my gosh. gosh. No. Last time we played, our characters found themselves in a battle there in the drylands against a small army of giant spiders. After some tussle, they rose victorious. Of course. We have Servants. And, you know, they, they set up a watch. Lark went to get some rest while the other three kept watch until Lark reached his point where he could watch the rest of the night. And during said watch, Kellen heard the sound of some strange creature off in the distance. He wandered off secretly to explore, and he discovered that there was a black bear caught in a bear trap randomly in the drylands, which is strange because those types of creatures don't typically wander this far from the mountains, but there they were. There it was. And Kellen, upon healing this bear and setting him free from the trap, discovered a new friend. You could even say a beast companion. Oh, his name is Charlie. Boys. Oh, boys. So, Lorik. Oh, yeah. Hey. You're up in the crow's nest, mm -hmm. and you've been watching for the last few hours. Very perceptive. The last four, five hours or so mm -hmm. that you've been watching, mm -hmm. there has been zero activity. Okay. Now the sun is rising in the sky. It's actually a little past, you know, daybreak, and the sun's actually rising up now that it's bright early, early morning. And you can see down below you that Servance is lying there, wrapped up and still sleeping. What a good soldier. So it's been long enough that they've had a full rest? Yes. Okay. I just want to take one more moment to be perceptive and look around. Okay. You can roll a perception check if you want to. Mm, do you want to roll a giant D20 first? Yeah, since I always forget that. That's fine. You just guys have to just remind me of that, you know, because I always forget. I know that normally happens at my specific table, and you're not physically here. But I like it, though. I, I like here. that it's a thing we do, and it would help if I had a giant D20. I'll get you one. I just have to roll a normal It's on its one. way. I need to, just, need to just get one. It's on its way. So that was a 10. Mm, we're going to do So that's real middle of the lane. Now, last time I did roll 16, had some pretty good rolls. That means Killen is going to get like 20 nat 20. <laughs> uh, yeah, at least. At least 20 I mean, he had like four 20s. last time, so at least 20. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because he, I mean, we're going to have to just start making him use one of those online ones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll just, use we'll use the roll. So watch it. Can you still do the roll 20 app with Google Hangout? We may need to do that so we can make I him roll. I said we give him a coin. Way. If it's heads, it's a nat 20. If it's tails, it's a nat one. <laughs> That's basically what he's doing anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. So, did you roll perception check? I did. I got an 18 on the dice. That's a 21. Okay, that's good. You don't really see anything. From where you're at high up, you can see like some small critters moving around here and there, but nothing to speak of, really. Okay, I'm going to come down the mast, and I'm going to... Uh, Servants, I think I think it's time for us to go. Mm. What? Wake, mm. wake up. Uh, wake up. Oh, good morning. Hi. Uh, we should... Maybe you should wake up the others... There's yeah, a bear in there. You're probably right. I mean, while we're alone for a minute, though, you are serious. We we could just leave him if he won't come along, right? Absolutely. If the bear causes any kind of trouble or anything like that, whatever needs be, whatever is the best and fastest and easiest route sure. and way well, of uh, saving just, the tree. Just an understanding between the two of us. Hashtag save the tree. Save the tree. Save the tree. Save the tree. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag save the tree. Um, no, no. What I just wanted to say, you know, if it if it comes to it, those two asleep in there, I think 
we can complete this with just us if we have to. So if just, I just wanted to, I know, I know I've just been meditating and thinking about it. If we have to leave them, we, we would, right? If it's absolutely necessary, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. I'll, I'll get the horses ready. Good idea. Okay. And as he goes and gets the horses ready or whatever, I'm going to take a few, just a couple minutes and prepare my spells for the day. Okay. That's fine. A couple things up. What spells do you want to change up? I already did it on my character sheet, but I was just going to change uh, Syrinx not to uh, Divine Favor. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And then I'll go and knock on the door. I'm not even going to knock. I'm just going to open the door. There's a bear in there. And be like, oh, yeah, that's the bear. I'm going to get my long or my great sword out mm-hmm. and just be ready. Okay. Hey, everyone, it's time to wake up. We need to get on the move. It's too early. I don't want to get up. <laughs> too early? Yeah. It's daylight. It's time to move. Uh, hold on, Charlie, Guy, get up. Get up, Charlie. Guy kind of is is shaking himself awake. He's kind of stiff where he's been curled up in a ball all night. He slowly sits up. He kind of puts his hand to his head. He's like, "Oh man, I feel awful." And he stops as he looks over and sees a giant lump of black fur with Kellen like resting on top of it. What's that? Hold on. Guy, (laughs) I would like you to meet Charlie. You said that you hated spiders. So what I did is I found Charlie last night, and he kills them really quickly. He's a black bear, okay? But it's okay. He's friendly. Charlie. Why is there a black bear in the room? It's to get rid of the spiders. He'll kill them. He killed two of them (laughs) last night. Jim, you're awake. I'm awake, and I'm watching it play out, seeing what happens. Kind of doodling in my book, drawing pictures of spiders. He looks at Jim. He says, did you know that Kellen had a bear? Oh, yeah, it's a black bear. His name's Charlie. And I show him a picture I drew of the bear. How long was I asleep? (laughs) About four days. (laughs) How did did y'all keep me in this cabin oh for four we, days we pulled the ship with horses and then we used the canteen <laughs> to push the ship along so how well it i don't know magic magic he looks at servants servants what is happening tell why is there a bear in here tell me what's going on your guess is as good as mine he somehow magically tamed a bear <laughs> he just looks around he's like you know what whatever just whatever all right, let's go and prepare everything. We need to get this ship, however you magically take it down. Oh, it's simple. Move. Uh, I just say this word, and well, then don't it... say it right now. Let's get well, off the ship. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not that dumb. Oh, I was hoping he'd say the word. I was hoping he'd say it. <laughs> I'm gonna pop this ship down with all you on top of it. Um, okay, so you all kind of exit the uh, the cabin. Yep. Yes. I'm gonna exit the cabin with Charlie. I'm still riding Charlie though. So. I'm on top of Charlie. Still. You kind of hunker down. You can get through the door on Charlie's back. And you all head down. Guy gathers up what's left of the stuff in there, which, you know, some of the things he just leaves in there, like the bedrolls and, and stuff. And the vomit. It's dried up. I mean, it's dried <laughs> up in there. It Ew. stinks. It's gross. I use my water th- geyser to clean it. Okay. Also, there are a lot of giant spiders. Yeah. How are we going to push those off the boat? Use the bear? Oh, yeah. Or if you just close the boat, it'll, they'll just hit the ground. Charlie, come on. Push these spiders off the boat for me. I'll help you. All right. You all come outside, and he pushes the rest of the spiders off the boat. They hit the ground. They kind of, they're starting to kind of crumble up now that the sun's out, and it's drying them out. It's real dry out anyway. And you all climb down. The horses are loosed. I'm assuming that Lorik has reattached them to the cart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're ready to go. Whenever the boat closes up, I'm going to go, hey, uh, uh, Gillen, um, you know, maybe we could maybe we could call the the boat like Wolfsbane, because because we killed all those wolf spiders. Huh? Yeah. Um, I'll think about it. I I, I don't know. That'd be cool. Also, you want to sell it? No, I'm good. Um, I've got to take it down right now, so I've got to. And so Kellen kind of reaches forth his hands and just kind of points to the ship and goes, 
Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. And it just... <laughs> it's a soccer now? It's a soccer? That's awesome. It turns into a little box. I'll go and pick it up. All right, so you're all packed up and ready to go. You all head that way? Yeah. Yeah. Heading that way. Right. So what's the riding situation? I am riding on Charlie. I'm in the driver's seat. Okay. Guy's driving. So you're driving. No, guy's driving. I sit next to him. Okay, you and guy in the front, guy's driving. Guy's always the driver. Guy drives. Lorik sits next to him with the wand. Servants and uh, Jim in the back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You all kind of get back on the road. I'm assuming that Kellen will kind of lead in the front on Charlie now, since he's the one that knows the path. Yep. The best path. Yep. All right, Kellen, I need you to roll me a survival check. All right, cool. Oh, no. This is determined whether we survive. That, sir, is how... Survival is a plus five. I got a 17. What is that? 23. Do you ever roll under, like, 16? I do roll under 16 a whole lot. He just calls them 20s. No. Just not. <laughs> this just isn't wow. <laughs> not when he tells us. <laughs> Got, him. Got him. The next episode, I'm going to set up my camera to where I can just record me rolling. No, it's okay. <laughs> you bunch of trolls. I'll just make you do that on the ones I really care about. Like this roll, I didn't care that much about. You're just basically seeing if, you can't, if you're having any trouble telling the right path to go. You are a ranger, but this is not your, uh, what you call it, preferred terrain or whatever. Yeah. I understand. Your terrain is, I think, what, forest? Forestry right. and things of the forest, yeah. like nature. You've been this way enough times. You, you feel like you've got a pretty good grasp on the direction. You're headed in the right direction. You're headed the right way. And the farther you guys go, the more flat the land becomes. Every once in a great while, you'll see some little knob where there's a like an alcove, kind of like the one you all stayed in before. But it's mostly just wide open plain. Wide open spaces? And no, this is not a Dixie <laughs> Chicks podcast. We're not, no. Anyway, so you're making good time. You know, you're you're traveling. What are you all doing as you travel? I'm using my notebook okay. to write things still. Sure. Lots of spidery things. Ooh. I'm talking to Charlie. Okay, you and Charlie kind of getting well acquainted with each other. Yeah. I'm like, Charlie, you should totally, okay, so there's, I'm going to have to show you my room and everything. There, I have this poster, and it's so cool. It's got, like, this little tree <laughs> or whatever. And then you're going to, me and you, we're going to hunt for that daggum fox, Frederick the Fox. It keeps messing around with my dad's potatoes. It, it upsets him so much, and it, it upsets me. Frederick so me and you fox. are going to kill Frederick the Fox. So, so Guy, have, have you ever thought about learning magic? I mean... I don't really know if I'm cut out for that, man. You know, I mean, there's wizard schools that teach you some magic. I can, I might could teach you some magic. You mean like the College of Magic in Vent Haven? Yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to move to Vent Haven. I don't know if I'd ever I mean, move to you, Vent Haven. You don't have to move to Vent. I mean, I could just, I could just teach you while we travel. Okay. I mean, like what? I mean, um, so I want to, I want to try to teach you how to cast. It's a simple spell. You can, you can use a wand. And, and you just try to summon arcane energy through it, and, and I want to teach you how to cast magic missile. You're going to teach me how to use magic missile? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess, from what they say, this is going to be a pretty long journey, so, I mean, we can try. I don't have a wand. I mean, it's going to be two weeks, and it's been, like, three episodes, and we're still in the desert, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll say that you can kind of work with him, you know, and try to teach him some stuff. Yeah. If you really want to try and teach him a spell, then we'll do some rolls. Okay. So, I'll tell you what I'll do. Right now, I'm going to have him roll a d20. Ooh. Okay, he rolled an 11. So, that's not great. So, basically, he's not going to make much progress today. He's going to have to have a certain number of successes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean, he's not... He doesn't have any sort of innate magical ability the way that, like, a high elf does. Yeah. I mean, Lorik will point that out, I'm sure. For sure, no doubt. But, you know, you're teaching things. And he, he's learning what you're saying. He's just, he's he's kind of struggling to get a good grasp on it. Okay. But, you know, you you feel like, you don't feel like, oh, this is a lost cause. You feel like, well, it's just going to take some time. So, Vance, is there anything that you want to do in this day? Since no one else is paying attention to anything, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch <laughs> for any signs of any movement. Roll me a perception check with advantage. Okay, it's a... 13. Okay. 
you don't you don't notice anything. Every once in a while, you'll see something that looks like a critter off in the distance, or even nearby, you see like rabbits. You might see even like a snake or two, but nothing that's nothing that seems like any serious threat nearby. So it, it, the day this day goes by pretty uneventfully. And Jim, I'm assuming you're just still drawing spiders in your notebook. Yes, but I'm also occasionally looking around to see if I see any live spiders or any other interesting critters or critter dens or critter droppings or any sort of signs of cool things to look at and note down in my notebook. Okay. I mean, you, you can roll me a perception check if you'd like. I want to roll me a perception check if I like. I got an 11 plus 1, so that's 12. 12. Yeah, Much like Servants, you know, you see some critters, but nothing that seems particularly special or outrageous, you know? Yeah. So the day goes on, and, you know, it, you all travel through the day. You will need to take breaks occasionally to rest the let the horses rest and to let Charlie, Charlie rest. Do you all... Are you all making, like, breakneck pace or just a steady trot? No. I mean, we don't want to put the horses at risk, but we, right. we're somewhere just slightly above a steady trot. You know what I mean? Not a full gallop, but... Yeah. So you're not pushing the horses. Yeah, correct. Okay. That's basically what I need to know. Yep. Oh, boy. Here we go. And a sandworm swallows you whole. <sighs> Guys... Jabba the Hutt's sand <gasps> ship pulls up. <laughs> so wait, I, wait, 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 wait! It's an airship, right? And it's gonna get us through here real quick. <laughs> I decided I would roll, you know, just just for the horses, just a general, making sure everything's cool. Mm-hmm. I rolled a natural one. Oh boy! Oh, okay, so everything's cool. So the bad thing that you wished upon. No, that's didn't bad. That's a bad thing. <laughs> I oh, was boy. trying, trying so hard. So this is like horse performance. Oh my gosh. Let me ask you all this. Is it starting to get dark? Yes. Are you oh, doing yeah. like you did like the time before? You're pressing on a little bit like you yeah. did? Like, okay, so, Lark, I had I was planning on, you know, as the sun started to set, to be like, uh, so I'm thinking what will happen, what we should do is is I'll lay down in the cart and meditate for, for my four hours, and then and then we can get out the boat for the night, and I'll, I'll sit in the crow's nest while you guys sleep, and, and that way we can save some time. That sounds good. I'm not there. But that sounds good. It's actually a solid plan. As it's starting to get dark, and around the time that you guys are talking about that, because you're like, oh, it's getting near the end of the day, and you know we're going to go for a little while longer. The sun's kind of gone down. One of the horses steps in a hole oh, and no. breaks his leg. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Leg snaps, and one of the horses goes down. And when it does... Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna need you all to roll me dexterity saves. All everyone but Kellen. Thirteen. Okay. Ten. Okay. Ten. Oh boy. Uh and let me roll one for Guy. Guy rolled a fifteen plus his deck. So Lorik and Guy both managed to kind of tuck and roll. Whereas Jim and Servance, you guys are actually gonna take like a little bit of damage. Like it's gonna kinda flip you off and we'll just kinda mm. land hard. And you take two points of bludgeoning damage from the Oof. fall. Hold up, Charlie. Oh, The card is upturned, and when it is, let me roll here. Okay, the other horse is fine. The other horse manages to kind of, like, turn around just right to where it flips up off of him, and the bridle's still in his mouth, but it's not. it didn't, like, flip him over or break anything or hurt him. The other horse, however, is on the ground, and he is letting his displeasure be known. And he is screaming. As I fall and kind of try to catch myself and scrape my hand, I yell, and cast Vicious Mockery. I said a very mean thing to a horse in a language I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, so does the the horse need to make a constitution saving throw? Uh, A wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw, okay. He rolled a 16, not any modifier. Okay, so. so he so he succeeds. Okay, so he's not going to take any psychic damage. Thankfully. So he didn't. You didn't speak horse. Is basically what happened. Basically, yeah, <laughs> he didn't understand you. So, well, well, it says it says here, if the target can hear you, though it need not understand you. Ah, he's oh just too concerned with the pain in his leg. So you have one horse down. I want to walk oh over gosh. to the horse yeah, now. Killing, killing. Um, did, I'm, why? I thought you were guiding us. Why? 
what just happened? Why did you take us through a hole? And what? I, mean, I didn't. Did you, you didn't. Hold on. You're, Calm yourself. I didn't take you through a hole. You strayed off to the side. Horse is going crazy. Now hold on one second, because there is. We gotta figure something out about this horse. Either we're gonna have to somehow use some kind of spell to heal it, or we're gonna have to put this horse out of its misery, because that's unfair to the horse. Horse is going crazy. Plus, we're gonna need to shut it up before something gets here and finds out it's a horse. Sir, Sir Vance, do you wanna do you wanna handle this? So I'm gonna come up to the horse. I'm gonna try and use my lay on hands pull. Okay. Or I mean, I don't know if it'll be better to use that or just use the spell cure wound. That's up to you. While he's finding out what he wants to do, I would like to roll a perception check to make sure that we're not attracting too much attention. Okay, roll me one. The answer is yes. That's a 16 plus 5. 21. Okay, that's a really good perception check. You tuning in your ears looking around, at the moment, you don't see anything. Okay. Okay. I'm still staying on watch, though, most definitely. Okay. Servants. I want to use my lay on hands pull to try and heal its broken leg. How much you want to spend? I mean, would I know how much to spend? Not really. I'm just going to go ahead and say 10. Okay. I'm going to say, you know, you summon your divine abilities, your chest piece begins to glow, and you channel that energy into the leg of this horse, and as you do, you feel it, the bone underneath, which is kind of sticking out. I'm mm. assuming you kind of push, try to push it back yes. in. And you feel it fuse back together, and it heals. But it's it's not like oh he's he's cool now he's right. totally good now. It it does heal, and as it does, the horse calms down, and he's still kind of breathing really fast, and he looks wide eyed and freaking out. But he's not like horse screaming anymore. Mm-hmm. And you feel of it, and it's it's swollen, and you can tell that it's not completely healed, but you have like you know sealed the bone, like the bone is is fused back together. Let's see. Why don't you roll me a nature check? Nature boy. That's a natural 20. Oh, boy. Dang. Oh. Wow, that's really good. So I was basically just going to tell you that you know that the horse needs rest. Mm-hmm. You know, your your healing ability has, has fixed his leg in the sense that you don't need to kill this horse now, but he's not ready to get up and go again. He needs to rest his leg. I don't really know if there's anything I can add to that. You know, I, I hate to kind of say, well, wait on a natural 20, but that's that's really all there is to it. Mm-hmm. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, right. that he will be okay in the morning. Okay. You feel 100% confident in that. What? I mean, how long have we been going? You say it's close to night? It's night. It's after dark. Like, it's okay. it's after dusk. It's, it's not long after dark, but it's really just turned dark. But you know that this horse is done for the night. Guys, I, I've pretty much... I've I've healed this horse's leg, but we need to stop now and take some rest, or else this horse, it's not going to help the situation anymore. But it it should be fine in the morning. But we do need to probably wrap it with something. You're a ranger, Kellen. Maybe you have something we could wrap this horse's leg in. Yeah. And perhaps Jim, with your water, you could give these horses something to drink. I shall provide them water, so I'll start watering the horses with my bottle of water. Okay. Is there something that I maybe have in my bag, like a compress or something, I guess? Or, like, would I have to go forage for that? I mean, you've probably got some stuff in your bag. Yeah, you could probably okay. make something. Uh, I'd just, like, a makeshift splint, I guess, maybe. Just a tiny one to kind of keep it aligned. Just to keep him from aggravating it? Yeah. That's fine. All right. I'm going to proceed with... I won't make you roll for it or anything. Sweet. I'm going to proceed with wrapping his leg. And then also, I'm going to pull out my box, and I'm going to void, and then just pops open. And there's a giant ship there. Okay. Wolfsbane. (laughs) It's got a nice ring to it. Uh, We'll we'll name it Wolfsbane. That sounds cool. Yes! I named my first magic item. Well, you Thank named you, my first magic item, but yes, in- yeah. indeed. Yeah, yeah, mine. <laughs> okay. He uh he climbs up in the boat and he's like, "I'm I'm gonna I'll go meditate. I'll I'll be back four hours and and then y'all can sleep." Okay. Me and Charlie 
are going to go like sit on the very front of the boat because obviously he can't get up to the crow's nest. And I don't want to leave him behind. Right. So I'm just going to sit right. on top of Charlie and chill there. He's just like... And I'm going like, uh-huh. to pet his belly and then I'm going to give him some berries. Okay. What about the other two of you? Guy goes to bed. Yes, Guy should go to bed. I try to study the horse's wounds and see if I can help. And seeing that I cannot, I uh, walk around the campsite area, try to look around, see if there's anything interesting. Well, since we're keeping watch until Lorik gets done meditating, I just want to keep a watch. <laughs> but also okay. kind of pray to Paylor that we don't run into any more nuisances like that with the horse okay and for guidance roll me a religion check oh yeah it's a plus one such good religion for a paladin (laughs) i know right that's an 11 (laughs) total yeah what exactly is it that you're saying to him what exactly am i saying hmm do i need to come up with a specific prayer not necessarily. I don't mean that. I mean, like, what what are you praying, generally? Okay. It's just a general, humble plea for safety, for, you know, that we don't run into any nuisances like potholes that the horses mm-hmm. fall into. Sure. And that perhaps guidance of the best mm. directions through the desert. That's the word I was looking for. So, you pray that, and, you know, you don't, nothing happens. Nothing really happens. You do your prayer, you get done, and then you get up and you begin your watch, right? Mm-hmm. So you all, you know, you have some time there, about an hour, two hours, three hours. Nothing's happening. It's co- it's getting pretty cold out. And I need I need all three of you to roll me a perception check. I want to use a different D20 this time. Okay. Guys, I rolled a five. Five plus five? <laughs> yep. So I, I rolled a ten. I rolled a two. Plus one makes it three. All right. So we got a 10 and a five. Servants? I got an 18 altogether. Okay. I got a three. Servants, you're kind of watching and, you know, you're, you're looking around. You don't see anything. And you're kind of thinking, well, this is going to be, you know, an uneventful night. And about that time, you get this, like, this feeling on the back of your neck. Oh, my gosh. And it's almost like someone. It's almost like you hear someone calling out to you. You don't, but you know that that feeling you get when someone yells out your name and you like look up. Mm-hmm. It's like that, only no one said your name. And when you look up, you look in the direction that you all have have been traveling from, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no. And a new path has appeared. <laughs> this feeling that you get in the pit of your stomach. It's the same as the feeling that you guys got, that you and Lorik got. You're, you almost have a flashback of it. As you were approaching the Elder Mountains and you drove into the shadow of the Elder Mountains the first time when you guys were headed this way. Yeah, boys. And off in the distance, you don't see anything in the sense you don't see something like moving. You don't see an, a creature. But it's almost like, because you, you can't see very good at night, mm-hmm. very well at night. It's like... You can't see very far. Like, up ahead of you, way off in the distance, it's like you, you know, everywhere else you look out, you can see the land. It's like the land stops mm-hmm. so far out. Right. And it looks like it's whatever is causing you to not be able to see over there is coming towards you and getting closer. It's like a wall moving. Oh, what? no. The wall of darkness? It's like there's a wall moving towards you. From where? From the direction you guys came, as far as you can from see. the direction we came from. That's correct. Sandstorm. Oh, boy. We can sail through it. Uh, <laughs> raise the sails. Uh, uh, Kellen. Yeah, Jim, what's up? What look up? Look behind us. There. Something's going on. What are you talking about? It's almost, there's, I don't know what's going on, but. The dark it looks like darkness is approaching us from behind. Are you are you okay? Turn around. Can one of you please attack the darkness? Kellen, you can definitely see it with your superior night vision. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're talking there about. There is what looks like a cloud from 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 the ground touching the sky moving towards you very fast. And now that you see it, you can feel the wind 
coming from that direction and like it's picking up. Can I? Would I know that it's a sandstorm? Oh yeah, you would know. This it looks like a sandstorm. Guys, sandstorm! And I want to I want to <laughs> run with Charlie into the boat where I want to try and wake up Loric and what's his face guy. <sighs> what what's going on? Sandstorm! Tom? All hands on deck! Outside! Quickly! On deck? You mean inside? No, outside! Come on! We need to get everything Why patched outside? down. The horses. We need to somehow get them onto the ship. I don't think that's gonna happen. How are we gonna protect them then? We just wrap up their face and their eyes. Jim, you can see it now. It's it's getting closer. I say, hey, everyone, make sure you put something, a cloth or something, over your mouth, your face, your eyes. Lark pulls his hood up, <laughs> and the wind blows it back down. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. Um. I, I I just think we need to get in the cabin. Drop and, the sails. <laughs> the sails are tied to the mast. Drop the sails. Yes, we're gonna try get something. Ripped off. I want I want to climb the mast. Okay, you climb it, <sighs> and you can see now this this thing is moving towards you guys. It almost looks like it's moving towards you, like an arrowhead. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now that's getting closer, you can see that the the point that is closest to you all is like the closest point and it fades on either side it's strange uh maybe we just need to to, to put up the boat and move are you sure i mean yeah the boat and move. uh hurry uh, need to put the boat away. everybody everybody tie tie yourselves together so we don't lose each other in the darkness and and we'll go let's get off this this main route and and go you know just that way and and see if we can stay away from the the, the tip of it hurry we gotta go now Okay, fine, fine, fine. So I'm going to jump down and do what he said. Yeah. So you jump down, and Jim, you look back, and you would estimate that y'all have maybe 30 seconds before this end's going to hit you all. So Sling I... Rope, bro. I'm going to do a thing. Uh-huh. What do you do? I am going I'm to cast Armor of Agathus. Okay. It does like a cold armor on you, right? You know what that does? Like an ice armor? Yes. So I get 10 temporary hit points, and any creature that attacks me takes 10 cold damage. Cool. You cast that. I'm hastily, like, if he doesn't put the boat up in 30 seconds, I, I'm still getting a rope, and I sling it into Surveillance, and I got it in, and I throw it towards uh, Jimalil. I take the rope. You tie it on? And start doing stuff with it. I yes. grab a horse, and I make Guy, guy grab one of the horses. Guy grabs one of the horses. Grab the rope, like, guy. Grab the rope. And hold the rope. Are you all on the boat? Off the boat? Where do you? I'm hoping. We're hoping to jump off the boat, throw a rope to each other, and try to move. Move in what way? Not like we're not running directly from it, like to the side and away from it. To where? You all hop down off the boat, or you're, you're climbing down off the boat, and I'll tell you what, everybody roll me a 20. Just a flat 20. And tell me what you get. I rolled a 19. Should I roll until I get a 20? No. Is that what you're saying? 15. I rolled a 1. Okay. That's bad. You got a 6. So, Jim and Cervantes, you guys have the rope and you're trying to, like, figure out a way to... You're going to get it on you about the time that the head of this storm just busts into you guys. Mm. And when it does, uh, the two of you that are tied together... Um, I'll tell you what. Everyone give me a strength saving throw. Oh, man. I got a four. I got a 12. Alan, you're rolling for crap tonight, man. I <laughs> know. It's awful. You said 12? Yes. Four. Okay. What about uh, Cervantes? 12. I got a solid 17. Okay. So, Kellen. Okay. I'm assuming probably because of Charlie. Are you like on Charlie? What's what's going on with Charlie? You beside him? He's beside me. But he's in front of me. Okay. So he's in front of you. He's kind of taking the brunt of it. And so you're, you manage to stay up. You are tied to Lorik. So you and Lorik have the ropes on you good. You've lashed them on. You're braced. Servants and Jim, you two are trying to get it on when the storm hits. And Servants, Jim, and Lorik, you are all three blown completely down by this storm when it hits. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. It's a wind like you have never felt. Uh, oh, I need to roll for Guy. Oh, Guy rolled a two. Guy is also. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say that was for his rope. 
Oh crap, he rolled a four for his strength. Okay, so Guy is also just, he's just like the two of you. He gets knocked over, but Jim, you and Cervantes are not tied together. So you're not like tumbling end over end, flying around, but it does send you flying, we'll say 10, 15 feet, and you hit the ground, and your vision is completely obscured. The sand is hitting you so hard you can't see, you can barely hear, the wind is so blowing so so hard, and it's hurting your skin, it's hurting your face, mm-hmm. and even an attempt to get up is very difficult. So let me see, Kelly, I need you to roll me another strength save. Good lord. To see if when Lorik goes flying, if it pulls you with it. Alright, no. so that's a 14 plus 2, so 16. Okay. So you you manage to hold on to Charlie enough that you actually stop Lorik from going too far. So if you look back from where you are, you can see Lorik mainly because Charlie's kind of taking the brunt force of the sand right there. You can see Lorik behind you, and he's kind of like rolling into the, the, the lane that you've made here of the sand blocking. And you also see that your ship, which you did not take down, is starting to move. Guys, the ship is moving. The ship is ship. moving. We gotta get on the ship. I don't. Hold on. I want to try to grab onto Lorik. Okay. Well, you've got to hold the rope so you can kind of pull Lorik. I want to pull him to the safety spot, and I want to try to make our way to the ship. Okay. You pull Lorik in like towards you. It's so loud. It's like the wind screaming at you. Lorik, we've got to get on the ship. It's moving. It's actually I moving. I know. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Charlie, try to take us towards the ship. Okay, Sir Vance, what are you doing in this time? <laughs> well, I just got blown like 15 feet. Yeah, you're near the boat. You're near the boat. And you can see that it's moving as well. I'm looking for Lorik. Okay, you can't see anything. Can't see anything. You can't see past five feet in front of you. Like, the boat is so huge, it's right here. You can kind of see the ship of it moving a little bit the ship you can see the shape of the ship moving (laughs) you can see the ship of it just get on the boat so since i can't see anything else or hear anything but sand and it's hurting me i want to try and move towards the boat if at all possible all right roll me a strength check come on or athletics is fine come on that's a 17 plus nice yeah that's enough you're you managed to you're moving toward the ship jim Yes. What are you doing in this moment? I am trying to get up and head towards the ship. Okay, you're going to roll me acrobatics or athletics, whichever one's easier for you, with advantage because of your shield. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to roll... Okay, which two dash should I... I'll roll the two I haven't rolled yet. Roll okay. Acrobatics or athletics. Yeah, either one. Uh, I think I'll do acrobatics. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 17. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. So yeah, you, you manage to get up. It's weird. It's kind of like you can see the sand hitting you about a centimeter from your face. It's like a windshield. <laughs> it's like it's glancing off Literally. of it. And you kind of look down at your hands, and you can see this weird frosty-looking blue force field that's hugging your body all the way down, and it tingles more than it hurts. Yeah. I think to myself, wow, I'm surprised that helped. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clever usage. So it's still tough for you to push against the wind because of the fact that it's blowing so hard. But with the 17, you managed to get over to the boat as well, which you can see slowly moving in the direction that you guys were originally going. I'll tell you what, I'll say that if you all move along with Charlie the way that you were sitting there, you can get over there. I'll just roll 120 for Charlie. Okay, yeah, it's fine. As long as he doesn't roll really low, he's fine. Okay, so he manages to kind of slowly guide you all over to the boat, and you all are able to climb up on top of it. And Guy? And Guy? Guy's dead. Guy rolled an 18, so there you go. Yeah, get a Guy. So Guy also manages to pick himself up, and he is... The only thing that you all can see is the boat. Like, it's big enough in this area that it's really hard to miss, and also you guys are pretty close to it. You all manage to get up on top of the boat, and what do you do? I'm going to get in the freaking cabin. I need to let the sails down. Okay. What about the horses? <laughs> what about the horses? Yeah, I mean, Goodbye. Bye. They're out there. Yeah, I guess I'm getting in the cabin, checking where Lorik is. You go to the cabin door. You and Lorik both get to the cabin door around the same time. Jim, is that where you're headed as well? Yeah, I head to the cabin. You three and Guy all managed to kind of come to the cabin around the same time. By the time one of you gets the door open, you all show up and pour in. Where's Killen? He's outside. What's he doing? Not sure. 
Kellen, I need you to roll me. Okay, I need two things. I need an, an athletics check. Okay. And I need a constitution save. All right. So athletics, I got a 14 plus. Okay. Let's see here. Nothing. You have a zero oh, for athletics. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 14. 14. All right. Now roll me a constitution save. I got a 16. So you are able to climb up the mast very slowly, and Charlie's kind of down at the bottom going, <laughs> It's okay, Charlie. You do take three just sand damage, whatever that is. Bludgeoning damage, whatever. <laughs> sand it's sand damage. Servance, I mean, he, he might need some help, but, I mean, this is his ship. You all don't even know what he's doing. Oh, I know. I want to now attempt to cut the sails down. You've made your way up there. It's very difficult for you, and it's going to take you some time. You do get them cut. I will need one more constitution save. All right. That's in that 20, baby. What? Okay. So you're not going to take any more sand damage. Yeah. You're gritting your teeth. You're just bearing it. And the whole time you're cutting these ropes on the sails, the sail's like beating your face. You know what I'm saying? It's just hitting <laughs> you where the wind is it's just kind of slowly pushing this ship forward. And as you cut the last one and it flaps open, the ship starts moving forward at... Not a fast pace. It's moving slowly, but it is moving forward with you guys on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. boy. Woo, Wolfsbane selling us. We're selling the desert, boys. I'm assuming there's no way to control this thing, but <laughs> this is pretty cool. I want to try and make my way down now to the cabin. Okay, I need un segundo. How many segundos is that? Un. What is segundos oh, un, transferred uno. into? American dollars. You're climbing down. You don't swing down with the usual flair that you would because you're afraid you might fly off of it. But as you're climbing your way down through the sandstorm on the mast, oh boy, something comes flying out of the storm. And when it does, it hits you. Okay. And you feel something just slash across your back. And you take six slashing damage. And I need you to make me a constitution save. I'm so glad that our characters know this is happening. <laughs> that is a 16. Okay, you managed to not fall. Yeah. Do you keep climbing down? Yeah. I need to get off this mast. You get onto the ground, and Charlie is just kind of standing there with his, his eyes closed and his face grit together trying to bear the, the <laughs> onslaught of the storm. And holy crap. Yeah, did you get that? You hear this sound. You can't really figure out what it is. It's it does, it, but it sounds different. And something swoops again down out of the sky, and you take three slashing damage across your back. Oh my gosh! Charlie, get get to the cabin quickly. Charlie kind of lets out a, a small roar. He's like sniffing around and looking around, and he just looks freaked out. Charlie, we need to get to the cabin quickly. Go. You're running toward the cabin, and something flies out of the sand again, and it just, like, slashes Charlie, and Charlie takes two damage. Charlie! We're eating beer tonight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, you guys get inside the cabin. You walk in, Kellen, I'm assuming you're kind of, like, feeling of your back. Yeah. And you can feel, like, in your, just your shirt or whatever back there, there's, like, slits in it where you got cut by something. Oh, Kellen, you're bleeding. Yeah. Did you fall? Uh, I got the mask down, but there's something out there. Something. Yeah, I watched the movie one time called Riddick. And I think there's these... <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what's, what's the movie? <laughs> Sorry. It's pitch black, guys. Sorry. It's pitch black. Oh, man. It just slid across my back. I, I don't know what it is. You know, I want to look at it and see if it looks like something did that to him or if it was just... Okay. Roll me a nature check. 16. Okay, that's good enough. It looks like claws did it. Claws. Like there, there's like three Sand, like Sandy swipes. claws. Sandy claws. Let's kidnap it. Sandy claws. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy claws. Um, <laughs> Lorik readies so in action so at the door. Like Next thing comes to that door is getting blasted. What, what I want to do when I could tell something clawed him, I kind of want to, if I can, just poke my head out the door. Uh-huh. I don't want to, like, open the door wide, just it, as little as possible. Okay. And try to use divine sense. Oh, okay. All right. And Let me just read that real quick here. I know you just kind of use it. You have three a day, right? Yeah. And you can sense strong evil? 
Yeah, or good. You know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you that's not behind total cover. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. You use that, and you don't sense any celestial fiend or undead. Okay. But you do get a sense, kind of like that feeling you got before. And once again, it it reminds you of that moment when you guys came into the shadow of the Elder Mountains. You kind of peek out? Yeah. Roll me a perception check with advantage. The 13. You look outside, and you don't, you can't see anything. Like, it, it's a stormy mess. I mean, even just crack and open the door there is, there's sand coming in through the cracks in the walls. Oh boy. So when you creep that door open, it's coming in hard. And But you can see something kind of bounce off of the cabin wall there on the outside of it. Mm. And you hear a little shriek. Oh, man. There's some kind of creature out here. I'm going to shut the door again. You think it's lizard bats? You know, mentioning that... I'm getting a sense, almost like the sense that we felt when we were going through those mountains. Why are they in the storm? What in the world is with y'all and lizard bats? Like, why do they follow you, for real? I mean, like, go out, go outside and those sandy Sand claws will, those sandy claws will get you and you'll see. It's Krampus. Hmm. <laughs> so should we just stay in here and wait till the storm rolls over? And Yeah. I, I mean, we're I mean, slowly we moving, be- so... After I slam the door back and say all that, I wanted to use my lay on hands and try to heal us back up a little. Okay, use your remaining five? Yeah. You have to also remember it is nighttime now. I think we, we just let it, if just let it, the storm push us, as long as the storm's pushing us, and and try to, uh, we, if we barricade the door and, and just stay in here, that I don't think they can get to us. And, and, then, and then maybe we can, maybe when the, the sun comes up, they'll go away. Yeah. Maybe when the storm maybe when the storm passes they'll be gone. About the time that you say that, you all feel the telltale thud of the front of the boat hitting something. And it seems to have stopped moving. Well shoot. <sighs> oh my gosh. I think we we stay here until the storm passes. Then then we can fight them in, in the clear air. And once the ship has stopped moving, the sound of the sand hitting it changes to the sound of you know what it sounds like when you're, you're like inside a car during a hailstorm yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah. that and there's something just ramming into the boat from a lot of different directions we're taking on sand <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay we gotta do something guys I mean we're stuck and there's something outside that's trying to destroy our ship you think there's something... We can't lose Wolfsbane. Yes, exactly. I'm going to try to open the door cracked again a little tiny bit. Okay. Is Servance the only one looking out? No. Lark's going to do the, the whole Scooby-Doo thing where there's like four heads that slowly peek around the side of the door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> I got an 18 on the dice, so that's a 21. Jim, are you also looking... I'm peeking, but at a distance. But I'm also kind of thinking. Okay. I'm pondering. All right. I want to use primal or primal awareness. I said okay. that completely wrong. But I can sense when the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you, and I just want to kind of confirm that they're you know lizard bats because those they're fiends, right? That's what type they are. You don't know exactly what type they are. If they were, I would have sensed them. He would have picked up on that. Oh, true. You use that, and you can sense that the ship is surrounded by one of those types, but you're not sure which. Okay. So, guys, I have used my magical abilities and have figured out that we are absolutely surrounded, and there's no hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we give them the bear. You peek out the door? Uh, Yes. And, Lorik, you rolled high enough. We'll just roll off that. When you all crack the door open and you look out, one of these little things hits the door, and when it does, it kind of bounces off, and you see it hit the ground and kind of get up, shaking its head. And it does look like a lizard bat, only very small. Or it might be about a foot tall. We'll say it's about a foot tall. That sounds like a pretty good number. Like, a, like the size of a small monkey, but it's got wings, and it's a tan color, like the color of sand, with a reddish tint to it, if that makes sense. Does it have claws? Yeah, at the end of its wings, it's got like three sharp clawed fingers. Sand lizard bats. I want to shoot it. <laughs> there's a there's 
there's there's there's Sandy Claws out there. Right, we're all looking. You can see that one of its eyes is black, and one of its eyes is that reddish brown tan color. Wonderful. I'm gonna magic missile it. <laughs> you magic missile it? Yeah, at a level one. Okay. You magic missile it. Uh, roll me the damage. Damage for magic missile at level one is one d four plus one. It's three d four plus three. What? Yeah. You shoot three darts with one d four plus one oh. at level one. The first one's a two, so three. Okay. The second one's a two, so three. Okay. The last one's a three, so four. Okay, so that's ten damage altogether. Ten damage. You blast it with your magic missile, and it pops into sand. It, it pops into sand? It, like, bursts and becomes sand. Guys, the sand is birthing lizard claw bat monkey things, and they're hitting the ship. I mean, it doesn't look like a monkey. It looks like a little lizard bat. Like a Can, small... like, Charlie be sitting over to the side and go, huh? It's like, what? What? They are now starting to... It sounds like they're landing on the ship and they're clawing at the wood around it. Oh. Hey, that's mahogany. I'm going to step out now with my pack. Okay. You step out? Yes. I'm going to sit, step out with him. And do what? What do I see? A lot of sand. <laughs> A lot of sand. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, hard to look. There's so much sand blowing in your face. It's still sandstorming? It's still sandstorming, yes. It's like these things are riding the storm. Mm. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I'm... I have to do this. I'm gonna try it. And he runs out into the into the storm and like okay. goes towards the edge of the boat. Uh huh. And I'm gonna blast a uh, scorcher attack. Okay. And and kind of fire it up into the air off the side of the ship and try to kill as many of them that's flying as possible. Okay. So you want to blast fire a line of roaring flame thirty feet long and five feet wide up into the sky. Yep. I want to get as many of them as possible. They got it's a Dex fourteen save and then they take. 3d8 fire on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay. I rolled a natural one. Oh, yeah. I also rolled an 18. I rolled a 14. So what was your DC? The save is a 14. So here's what's going to happen. You blast that scorching flame up into the sky. And I, I mean, you can roll the damage if you want to just see what it is just because it's fun to do so. It's 17. Okay, that's a lot of damage. So your streaking flame kind of goes up, and when it does, you hear the sound of several shrieks, and you can kind of see the shape in the flame above you of four, maybe five, six of these things just pop. And, of course, your intense raging flame also cooks some of the sand and little shards of glass fall down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. but That's awesome. Anyway. That's awesome. You definitely notice you, you've nailed a few of them there like that. Let's see what's holding the boat. If Maybe there's something we can move out of the front of the boat and we can keep moving forward. I want to, yeah, deal with that. Try to move, go to the front of the boat and see okay. what's blocking us. Yeah, you run toward the front of the ship and you can see there's like a like a boulder. It's kind of pinned up against Dang it. it. It's just a big boulder in the way. Mm-hmm. Kind of on one side, sort of, cornered. Yeah. Are there still monsters around? I mean, there's a sandstorm. <laughs> right, right. I know there's a sandstorm, but I wasn't sure if there were still more of the baby lizard bats around. Do you step out and look? Yeah, I'll step out and look. And you can see a few of them, like, crawling on the on the cabin. I cast Eldritch Blast at the okay. nearest one. All right, roll it. That is a 24. That's a hit, and it's that's, that's a hit. I hit it. Roll me the damage. Solid hit. Nine damage. All right, Kellen, what are you doing? I am looking over the side of the boat with Servants. Okay, so how are we going to fix this? How, like, I don't know. We're kind of cornered here. Maybe yeah. if we get all of us in, we can use one of my javelins to try to push off of it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right, Servants, you want to kind of hop down and try and just push it loose? I mean, I didn't want to hop off the ship. Oh, okay, you want to do it from the front? Yeah, like everyone get up and we use one of my javelins to try to push off. Okay, that's fine. You all run up there. Are you all trying to help to do that? Yep. Jim, are you kind of just targeting the ones back there or are you going up there to help them? 
I'm gonna hang back and try to keep the lizard bats off of them. Okay, sounds good. All right, for the sake of this, all three of you just roll me a strength check. Oh yeah. That is a 19. Wow, I got a six. That's yeah, 19. We'll say that the three of you run up. Servants kind of sticks it into the rock, like in between it, but he can't really get good leverage on it. And Lorik comes up and grabs the other end. He starts pulling and they start to pull it down. But then Kellen like runs and jumps up and grabs the top and kind of swings his weight back. And when oh, he does, yeah. it kind of pushes the tip over just enough that you skirt alongside of the rock and start moving again. Okay, now we're moving in the well, in some direction. <laughs> we're moving. Yeah, you can't really tell which direction, but you're moving. We're moving in a general direction. There's tons of ways we can go faster. How else can we get this boat to move, guys? Jamel. Somebody spray the geyser. <laughs> Ooh, I could use heat to uh, I could use heat to increase the wind in the sails. That's a thing. Heat rises. That causes explosion. But you could also burn the sails. If I roll a natural one. <laughs> what if we held Jamel while he was holding the Jamel. geyser? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Jamel. So Jamel. What if we held? You guys go up back up toward the cabin. Yeah. Yes. Jamel, yeah. roll me a couple of twenties. Five. Okay, what's the other one? <laughs> Wait, two twenties? Yeah, roll me a couple. A couple. That's what it said. I can't hear. Three. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you were firing Eldritch Blasts or whatever at a couple of these things that swooped down at the, at the party, and I rolled their attack rolls, and both of them rolled natural ones. Ooh. So two of them that swooped down trying to get you crash into each other and fall down onto the ship in front of you guys. And they're kind of getting up, shaking their heads. I want to slit their throats. Okay, you kind of jump down and stab one in the neck. And when you do, it just turns to dust. That was weird. I, I yell, try to get one alive. I want to study it. <laughs> well, I only stabbed one. I only stabbed one, so I, I want to, like, grab the other one if I can. Okay, you grab it. Yeah. <laughs> and you have it perfectly restrained. What do you do? Do you run into the cabin with I want to run into the cabin and like tie its wings together so it can't stab anybody. Okay, you run into the cabin. What do the rest of you do? I'm going to pull out my wand of wonder. Okay. And I'm going to stand behind the cell. Okay. And I'm going to fire it straight up into the air behind the cell. Oh boy. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Mm. I run inside. You run inside. Okay. Servance? I'm going to watch over Lorik. Alright, Lorik. Roll me a D100. Here we go, guys. Please, God. Oh, no. Okay, so I got oh, I got a 10 on one dice, and I got a 7-0 on the other. So what is that? You're supposed to roll one of the doubles and one single. When you say you got a 10, you mean you got the 0 on the single? I got single? the 0 on the single and okay. the 7-0 on the other. So that's a 70. That's what that 70. is. It says, you cast fireball. Oh, my god. Is that what it is? You cast Fireball. Oh, my 70 gosh. through 79 is Fireball. Oh, my gosh. It really is Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It really is Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you a bright streak right flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range. <laughs> it blossoms into a low roar and explosion of flame, and there's a 20-foot sphere there. And any creature center on that point has to make a save or take 8d6 fire damage. Is the, the boat going to have to take was, a save? Like, no, goodness. the whole point was to put it behind the cell. I don't want to burn the cell. I just want to cause... No, you want to cause a, a burst forward. Yes, okay. I just want us to go faster. Okay, see, I was sitting here thinking that you just turned the cell into ash. Listen, like, I hit fireball on the dot. I can't. I cannot. I cannot believe this. This is amazing. Okay, <laughs> this is what happens. Jim runs. Jim sees you whip out the wand. He says, "Nope," and he runs inside the cabin. Servants, what did you do? I was just watching over him because you know those things are flying. You around. step back and are watching over, covering your face. These th these monsters are kind of swooping down. You can hear them shrieking now above you. Kellen, you ran inside, right? Holding the bat, lizard bat. Yeah. Holding the lizard bat with Charlie. So you and Jim are inside with Charlie and Guy, and Lorik's like. We need to go faster! And he points his wand straight up in the air. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. You point your wand up, and when you do, the wand just, like, pulses from your hand out. And shooting up from the tip of your wand is this small, maybe two inches in diameter, of liquid. And it, like, bursts forward, and right when it gets about, I don't know, 10, 20, we'll say about 20 feet behind the sail, 
it ignites and it explodes in this giant 20 foot wide fireball. And when that happens, the ship is lurched forward. I mean, <laughs> flying through the sky Goodness. as this explosion just whips up into the sails and you are all knocked prone, falling backwards, just rolling around inside the cabin and outside on the deck. And if you were to look behind you, you would see a giant 20-foot ball of glass fall onto the ground. That is amazing. Also, you would have noticed in that glass were a number of these small little lizard creatures oh. just forever frozen in time. And that's where we're going to end awesome. this episode. Oh, my gosh. With you all sailing through the sky. Little Einstein. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my so, gosh. That was so perfect. Uh, this has been Make Believe Heroes, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it. Tune in next week to find out what happens with the boat as it flies through the sky and hopefully doesn't crash into the ground in and the die. Desert. So Fly. We'll in the middle of the desert. Yeah. The boat flying through the sky in the desert. <laughs> if you like what you've heard from the sound effects and music in our show, you can find most of that on BattleBards.com. You should check it out. It might be really great to use at your table. If you want to help the show out, you know, give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Of course, if you want to contact us, you can do so at yes. MBH Podcast. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. We love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>